0: here we go, 6-12, Ash Wednesday, 2023, the morning after the day before, right? And there's still a lot of trash blowing around. I don't know if something happened with the city's efforts to clean up or if there was just more trash than normal, but be aware of that as you make your way around town. It's going to feel spring like today. It was hot yesterday if you were outside. Man, was it hot. But... Nothing compared to summertime, which will be here in the blink of an eye. You know, Mardi Gras happens in late to mid to late February. Then, before you know it, we're looking at March and April and May's here in this summertime. And here we go, gusty, breezy today. Highs of eighty-four. So the trash will be swirling about eighty-four for high tomorrow. Record warmth. Same thing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and that's gonna bring us to late February, which means I I think you can pretty well unwrap your pipes for now or at least the faucets so you can get some water out and you don't have to worry about that anymore new study out says that half of americans indicate they believe national news organizations intend to mislead them that's different than mistrust so 504-260-1870 i'd like to ask you do you trust the national media and here to join us uh, to help talk about it with us is jeff mccall professor of media studies at DePaul university how you doing sir I'm doing great, thank you. If I'm a little behind the curve today, yesterday was Mardi Gras here. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had a great day. We did. We'll have to we'll have to go slow and proceed from there. Tell me what this first of all, who did this study and what does it show?
1: This is an interesting study. It's from the Knight Foundation in collaboration with Gallup, which is a recognized polling organization. And I want to point out that the Knight Foundation is a think tank that studies journalism and public affairs. And it is hardly a right-wing organization. So I think the Knight Foundation is well-respected. And the uh, data that you cited uh, is really worth pondering that half of all Americans, 50 percent, think that the media, the national media, are out there trying to mislead or misinform people. And that's very dangerous. Uh, Another part of that study shows that only 23 percent of Americans, less than a fourth, believe that journalists want to serve the public interest. I would say, you know, there are consequences for this kind of a study. Number one is that you've got citizens disengaging now from the news. Uh, this is not part of this particular study, but other studies confirm that citizens are disengaging and that news consumption is down. We have over 15 percent of Americans now who don't follow the news at all anymore. What was the and percentage? the ones who do, they, Professor? Uh, 15% 15 percent okay. don't follow the news at all and uh and of the ones who do uh, their their amount of news consumption is down now that this is really bad for a self-governing democracy where the people are supposed to know what's going on so they know how to manage themselves and their government and we call these people news bystanders so that's bad Uh, but the other consequence of having a study like what the knight foundation tells us is that it really from just a purely pragmatic standpoint it cuts into journalism's revenues because the journalism industry needs eyeballs to sell out to, ad- to advertisers. And when their revenue is going down, then you end up with less journalism being done. And as you well know, in the last several months, there have been massive layoffs in the journalism industry from the Associated Press and USA Today and The Washington Post and CNN and NPR. So there's even less journalism to happen. And, you know, journalism is a tough job. Uh, I respect the people in it. I used to be a journalist for a time before I went into academia. It's hard and it needs to be done well. But I do wonder how many studies it's going to take to convince the news industry that it's on a path to self-destruction.
0: Talk about the fourth estate, if you will, and a responsibility of the media throughout American history.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, that's a great question, because. You know, our constitutional framers were visionaries. They understood the importance of having the free flow of information, uh, and they protected a free press, as we say, protected constitutionally in the First Amendment. They created a free press to serve the public interest and to promote the flow of information through a society. Uh, and not to get you know too far into history, but the constitutional framers recognized that having multiple presses and having publishers publishing freely actually contributed to the success of the american revolution Uh, and they designed the the free press to serve in a surrogate role for the public because as members of the public we can't get around to every news development we can't observe congress firsthand we can't go to the city council so the whole idea was that you'd create a free press they would serve as the surrogates for the public and i think that's the problem we have now is that the, the the members of the public the citizens and I understand this, they don't view that the journalists are serving their interest or representing their interest. Uh, and you might be interested in another study that came out a couple months ago, and this was from the Cronkite School of Journalism at Arizona State University. They did a national survey of uh, newspaper editors and television executive producers for news, and the conclusion of the study was that objectivity reporting is no longer valued that advocacy reporting is in amongst these journalistic leaders. And I hate to say that, but that is a path to destruction. Now, that's not to say that there's not a place in journalism for commentary or analysis, but I don't think audiences want the, uh, the, the bias or the partisanship or the activism in the straight news. And I think that's the problem is that journalists now think it's okay to blend news reporting with analysis or advocacy or crusaderism And the public clearly does
0: not want that. I'm getting some text here, uh, primarily from one person that tends to think that it it appears to me that uh, journalists are the enemy. And and I know somebody had a drugstore where I live in a community and and now they're out of business that said the media is our enemy. But what they don't realize, and I know this survey did draw a distinction when it comes to local news, that We have problems here, and I'm going to go local here, Professor, because people will know what I'm talking about with uh, NOPD, with the police department, with uh, getting the water off the streets, stopping the city from flooding, with malfeasance of office by different politicians. And if not for the media, nobody in a lot of cases, it didn't start with the Justice Department or with the law enforcement agencies. It started with investigative reporting. If but for that, we don't know about it, right?
1: You're exactly right. And, and and there is a lot of good journalism being done out there. Uh, and as you alluded in the Knight Foundation report, uh, the, the survey respondents indicate that they have much more trust and confidence in local news organizations than they do the national press. And I think that gives us hope because it tells us that there are role models out there that when you've got good journalism being done, that the public does appreciate it and respond and will trust it, but that at the national level, level they don't. And I might just add one other little perspective here. When we say that half of the public thinks the media uh, intends to mislead, keep in mind that that would include people who are politically on the left and people who are politically on the right. These are not all just right-wing people thinking that the press is left-wing based. This would include respondents who are left-leaning in their political views and are upset and think that. Fox News and Newsmax and OAN are intentionally trying to mislead. Either way it's a bad situation because we need, you know, we need to have a national media where people on all sides of the political spectrum have at least some confidence that there's some common information that we can all agree on and I think that's part of the problem. And this is a difference from, you know, 20 and 30 and 40 years ago when there was a sense that you know, ABC News and Frank Reynolds and Walter Cronkite, people like that, were really trying to serve the public interest, uh, and everybody didn't necessarily have to agree on what to do about the information, but everybody pretty much agreed that what Walter Cronkite reported or Frank Reynolds reported was probably accurate and fairly done.
0: Let me uh, take a break here, Professor. Thomas uh, Jefferson, a uh, quote is attributed to him that says, the government you elect is the government you deserve. And I just wonder if that can be applied here. If the journalism we Um, choose is a journalism we deserve and is the reporting following the dollars? Is it all about Wall Street, bottom line? So it's like, truth be damned, I want an audience so I can sell it to the advertisers. And we'll talk about all of that when we return. Jeff McCall, professor of media studies at the Paul University, a new study out shows that half of Americans think national media outlets intentionally mislead their audience. And if you listening think that the media is your enemy, I would ask you, well, and who do you trust? politicians do you trust them at face value what they're telling you because sources indicate or surveys indicate that that's not the case so who do you trust to give you your news and find out what's really going on 622 traffic now wwl 627 tommy tucker wwl a couple of minutes left with jeff mccall professor of media studies at DePaul university our friend half of americans think national media outlets intentionally mislead their audience how do we get to this point professor Um, Do we have ourselves to blame for this? Do advertisers follow the do publishers follow the advertising dollars? And it seems as though it used to be a competition to get it first, but you had to get it right and and be first with it. That's where the competition came from. Now, it seems like the competition is to slant the message, perhaps to whatever audience you want to get to get the audience that you can sell to the advertisers. Where does all of this play into the statistics and the numbers that we saw with the study?
1: Well, I think your observations are right on target there, and certainly journalism has become much more shrill in recent years. And and it's really hard to assess kind of on a macro level. There are multiple factors in play, but uh, part of the blame for me, I think, uh, is when you had so many digital native quote-unquote news websites popping up and audiences started to drift there to kind of get into their information silos. And on the left, you've got BuzzFeed and the Daily Beast and the Huffington Post, and on the right, you've got outfits like the Daily Caller or Breitbart. And I think they, those siphoned off a lot of people who were kind of looking for their uh, confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. And I think, sadly, too much of the mainstream press started to say, hey, there are audiences to be had by becoming more shrill or advocacy-based. Uh, And I think they kind of lost some of their, I don't know, sense of place and kind of their sense of purpose. Uh, And that's why I think you saw MSNBC, which at one point I think was a halfway decent news outlet, you know, going hard left. And I think that's why Fox News got traction because they said, hey, well, we can counter that by going more, you know, more to the right. And so the, the advertisers, the business models are a factor in all of this. But I guess I would still think that somebody in these journalism corporate towers should be sitting down and thinking, is this best for our nation, and is there a better product that we could put together to try to put out there for our audiences that would help serve our financial interests but also serve the interests of the nation at the same time?
0: It seems like in the old days, truth was paramount, and then money was important. Now it seems like money is important, and truth, eh, money is paramount rather than truth. Eh, Maybe it's important, maybe it's not.
1: Yeah, well, it's a dangerous world when we start telling people they can define their own truths, and I think that's where we are, and part of that is what's happening in academia and education, but part of that's what's happening in the journalism world, too.
0: Nobody wants to challenge themselves anymore. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Jeff McCall, professor of media studies at DePaul University. I'm a weird kind of guy. I can't sing, I can't dance, but I do like to challenge my mind, so I develop an opinion, and then I go seek things out that would dispute that. It's like, okay, well, maybe I'm full of bull here. Let me see if I'm right or not. And then that leads to more reading and more reading and more reading. And eventually I try to formulate an, uh, an intelligent opinion or at least an informed opinion. 6.30, time for WWL First News. For that, we'll go to Ian Ozan.
1: Odyssey celebrates
0: Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.